so I wanted to kind of bring Feng Shui into business environment because again, if you have happy employees who feel good in the environment, they feel good in themselves, they're going to give great service, right? That's just as simple as that. <laughs> Welcome to Winning with Feng Shui. Join me, Candace, a certified Feng Shui practitioner for a chat with Feng Shui experts from every walk of life. They'll share their inspirational stories of helping themselves and their clients achieve winning results and success using Feng Shui. Hey guys, welcome to Winning with Feng Shui. Today I have a very special guest on, Claire Bosk Scott. So Claire specializes in mystery shopping and the customer service with a Feng Shui twist. Claire lives to inspire businesses to thrive by delivering exceptional customer service experiences. Number three top global customer service guru and UK top 20 CX influencer with three decades of expertise. Claire, AKA the busy queen bee is the authority in customer service industry. She brings a more holistic and comprehensive approach to employee and customer service experience with her business feng shui program enhancing environments to increase employee performance and customer loyalty. She's a keynote speaker, consultant, and trainer with a penchant for retail and hospitality, and the author of three books, A Thrive with the Hive, A Thriving by Caring, and the number one Amazon bestseller and hot new release, The Secret Diary of a Mystery Shopper. That sounds so cool. Her <laughs> online L&D platform, BQBCX Institute offers a wide range of online and on-site training and has developed her Caring Service Culture Leadership Program, a game changer for any organization who wants to true, become truly customer-centric. That's an amazing, amazing bio. I, for one, actually didn't know that you were the author of three books. So I, and then, so the Diary of a Mystery Shopper sounds so fun. <laughs> So what, well, you I, know, with everything that happened last year, you know, in the summer, I thought, well, I've got nothing else to do. I may as well write another book, right? Yes, just <laughs> pop a book out. <laughs> and so you specialize in feng shui for businesses. And um, so tell a little bit how you got started into doing that. The, the journey was, the journey was, you know, I, I've been working in hospitality all my life. Um, and about 12 years ago, um, I was working in hotels and I was getting divorced and my children were little, they were only six and 10. Uh, and I was just working crazy hours. I had an old pair at home looking after the kids and it was just like something's going to have to give. And I knew it was going to be my health. You knew it was going to be me who was going to just go down. So I decided to drop everything, <laughs> resign from the job, get divorced, sell the house, and then set up my own business. Um, and at the time, um, I'd realized that on my little island of Jersey, uh, we didn't have any mystery shopping companies. So we had to bring people from the UK, fly them over to do mystery shopping and measuring the customer service in, in people's businesses. So yeah, so I took that kind of, kind of lip uh, of faith, um, and a few months later, I met um, I met a celebrity, and she was talking to me about feng shui, and I thought, oh, that seems really interesting. I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, if she likes it, I'm gonna like it, you know. And I picked up a few books, and I wasn't really keen, and 
And then I pick up one book and then it was, that was it. It just triggered the whole thing. And I just became obsessed by it. Um, and suddenly everything starts moving forward. And, you know, I had a phone call for mystery shopping and suddenly I had, you know, that phone call got me to three different islands and just by moving my desk and, you know, looking around and feeling that, you know, I had things coming to me and just all those very simple things that now you think, whoa, this is just really cool. Uh, but it was it was always something I did for myself or advise my friends and family. Uh, and I've never really brought it into the business environment. I always thought that um, if I bring it, you know, I talk about it and I'll call it environment psychology. And let's have a look at how can we enhance the experience of your customers by enhancing the environment. Really never kind of using the word feng shui right <laughs> um and um back earlier this 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 year um i was in a mastermind group and there was a, an intuition lady and uh, she said to me she picked on me she said claire i need to speak to you i need to say something to you and i just went Whoa, what's that <laughs> um and she said well you know things aren't going quite right for you claire because you're not on the right path and I just went, what? And she said, you, you are, you have got the passion in yourself. It's, you, you know, it's something that people need. It's a real, it's more holistic. And you think that people are going to just, you know, disregard you because of it, but people need it. Now is the time for you to really come out with that passion. I just take, you know, <laughs> I was just, I couldn't believe that just happened. Um, and I knew exactly what she was talking about. And of course it was, it was the Feng Shui and, and I just had to, so I wanted to kind of bring Feng Shui into business environment, because again, if you have happy employees who feel good in the environment, they feel good in themselves, they're going to give great service, right? That's just as simple as that, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? And so it's taken me quite a few months now to put a new kind of method together, uh, which is called Biza Shui, so business, Feng Shui, of course, um, and it includes the part of the, feng, the, the physical environment and the Feng Shui, the decluttering, the assessing, looking at what's going on in your environment, but a part also of the personal and that inner energy and how our energy inside you know, can have blocks and things like that. And then if we work from the outside and inside, well, that customer experience is going to be amazing, right? 100%. It always comes back to that personal energy. If you're in a negative mindset or if you're in a, a negative spiral, if you're feeling bad, you know, that has to be addressed too, because we can apply all the feng shui, you know, to, to all our whole home. And I've learned this personally too, that we can apply it, but it's not going to make a difference if our mindset also is negative. It's almost like a self-defeating, you know, it doesn't give the universe a chance to work. It doesn't it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And this, again, this is, you know, when even like you said, you, I, you know, Feng Shui practitioners where you know, we, we are in, in that sometimes we don't realize. And, and again, you know, last year, yes, I was putting cures in my, you know, prosperity in my fame corner. Okay. This may have worked with the book, got to number one on Amazon, but you know, had, no clients was coming back and I was just like, what is going on? You know, what's blocked? And you know, I felt really frustrated because I felt that, you know, 
whatever I was doing wasn't working. And it wasn't because in actual fact, it was me who was blocked. And as soon as I started working with Feng Shui and actually working with people and doing the Feng Shui, it was magic again. Yeah, I I actually love that you started doing it and not telling people. I think that's amazing. But now, actually, yeah. you know, I feel like I need, I'm, I'm, I need to, I mm-hmm. need to say it, yes. because I really feel that there's, there's that, this is it, you know, you People need to ready. use <laughs> principles exactly. Mm-hmm. People have had so much going on in their life; they're looking for alternatives, mm-hmm. um, and it's not, you know, it's not a cell, a, a cult, it's not, you know, a new religion. Mm-hmm. It's not. They're, they're just principles they're just things that are going to make you feel good you know so why not using them and that's you know I, I do I have got you know several times as a oh you know is that a new religion or something and you're like no it's nothing to do with that you know uh, and and you know again the different schools that's it's all the different in, interpretation of those principles so you know somebody's interpreted this way somebody's interpreted that way um, and and again, when I, I started putting B. Stewie together, I, I was feeling maybe I shouldn't be bringing all those different modalities together because, you know, that's not right. It's not kind of, um, it's not, the, the I don't know, you know, what, what am I doing? And then the more we talked, you know, we all kind of got to know each other and we did some clubhouse together. And I realized that everybody else had other modalities. So mm-hmm. I do NLP technique, I do an emotional intelligence, I do resilience, mindfulness, those kind of things. And everybody else had a bit of Reiki, a bit of uh, psychology. And, you know, so it's it's actually bringing all those experience that you have in yourself so you can share with others. And that's the beauty of it, isn't it? To make it, make it so good that people will really kind of make a change in their life yes for sure and i that's one thing that i've i'm so excited to showcase through the series of interviews is the different modalities people use i've i've met some of the coolest people i'm so excited to publish all these and get them all edited and everything because man i've I've really met such interesting people that incorporate all kinds of different things Mm -hmm. into their function and and we all learn from each other as well. I mean, I found that was just amazing. Every time I have a conversation with somebody, I learn some, something new and I'm like, oh, I've never heard of that one. Oh, you know, <laughs> you make a note or, you know, you're learning something every day on, on because that, because all of those interpretation and all of those things come together. And that's really the, the beauty of it. You're always forever learning and that means that you can change and you can move and that's what the energy is all about it's forever changing and moving yes yeah mm. it's it's very interesting and i don't i i've i've seen some schools of feng shui that are very i don't want to you know disparage anyone but they're very rigid in their beliefs of like no that's not true because you know this master back in the day said you know this or whatever this text says this but when you start practicing and you start learning for yourself and so there's also another saying it says in feng shui that um a good you know feng shui student knows all the rules but a master knows when to break the rules (laughs) so there's definitely there's those times where you're like well this is not part of what i learned but it works you know clients as well all clients are different as well because we're aligning the energy with their own energy so something that 
could work fabulously with somebody may not work at all with that other person and you're like why is that because they're not in the same flow they're not in the same uh, space at that moment in time so it really is about that alignment from you know the the, the material and the space but their own energy as well with the energy of their own space and that's that's why it's so um different all the time and that's why you can you know look at different things and it will help different ways you know you may have some main principles but there's little things that you add here there and then depending on the clients which is it's it's what i love doing mm -hmm. yes for sure it's yeah. fun to see the different results so yeah. speaking of results this podcast def or this you know this recording these interviews are definitely focusing on results and so i wanted to you know have you tell a story or of a time that maybe you yourself have not you know were able to apply feng shui and get really good results or, you know, to yourself or to a client. So I know you talked a little bit about using it to help boost you in the Amazon store with your book. Um, talk a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've, I've used the feng shui in, in my own home um, and learning and moving. And, uh, you know, I, I have a bit of a thing, really. Every kind of spring and every kind of autumn, I go into the uh, the change mode um, around the solstice time. And I, think, I just need to give it a good spring cleaning or I just need. And so I put Celine Dion on the whole concert in Las Vegas and I just go for it <laughs> and awesome. the kids are like oh, oh on. she's <laughs> mom's on the move <laughs> so i do a good couple of days a, a good you know kind of and also because i've got in my living room i've got a fireplace as well so I like in the winter to be able to see the fireplace, but um, the, the position of the fireplace and the position of the sofa doesn't quite work. So I've, I've made a compromise. We'll, we'll compromise the sofa for, you know, one position in the winter and I move it, you know, on the other side. And every time it just changed and shift the whole energy and you walk in and it's like, oh, have you, what have you done with the place? You know, it suddenly just makes it really, really different. Um, and actually just, after I kind of decided to 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 bring the feng shui out there to really start doing it I had um, a friend of mine and I'd you know I talked about feng shui and I talked about this and I could hear her um, not being in the right place at this moment in time and I messaged her and said look you know I, I don't want to bring you know impose a feng shui on you but perhaps we could have you know a little chat and a little conversation together and so again it was one of those times where perhaps I was still questioning my ability to do it you know through the virtual kind of feelings and you know and and so we we looked she was you know in a, in bedroom and she worked in that same room so she had an office space and all that kind of things and one of the final things we did, we moved this and that. And one of the final things we did, it was like top left-hand side. So, you know, when you look at the bagua as a, you know, the, the BTB, the bagua, you start from the front door and then you're looking at the nine areas. So top left-hand side, which is your um, southeast area and um, this will be your prosperity corner and as she had a big flip chart there and she's a trainer i said you know 
that's fine. Uh, you know, and she's, I can't move it anywhere else. I said, no, no, that's fine. Leave it here. All I want you to do is put, when you're not using it, put an amazing picture who reminds you of prosperity. And, you know, something that, oh, when you're looking at it, it just uh, it just really kind of resonate with that money and prosperity. And so a few hours later, she went on and she was just like a possessed woman. <laughs> <laughs> Proving everything. She sent me some photos. She sent me the photo of that flip chart. And what she did, printed some, some dollars. And so she print, posted all those dollars on the flip chart and put in the middle, I love money, money loves me. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, wow, this is just amazing. Absolutely perfect. This is really, really cool. I'm so proud of you. We put the phone down. Four hours later, she messaged me. She said, Claire, you will not believe what just happened. And I'm like, oh, what just happened? <laughs> I've just come on the phone of my father-in-law and he's just gifted us a huge amount of money to help us through the, next, the last few months. And I was like, oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I've never seen it working so fast. This was yeah. just amazing. And, you know, it was such a... Um, it was such a boost to really kind of realize that, you know, I was doing the right thing as well. And, you know, so it's, uh, it, it was great. She was just so grateful and all that kind of things. And, and I was just like all on top of the moon. <laughs> and you think it's something so simple, but again, you don't know what you don't know. So having somebody to come in and actually pick up on those little details that make a could make a huge difference is very powerful isn't it love that that she got that right away sometimes it works right away it's it's really amazing I've seen some amazing yeah you know and also I mean I'll come back to the business side of it because we've you know suddenly everybody's had to work from home I mean Mm -hmm. I've been working from home for 12 years so it hasn't changed anything the way you know my desk was there you know that you know nothing's changed in that point of view um but a lot of people don't know how to work from home and they they're not ready they, they, they work from the kitchen table of the side of their bed sometimes and you mm-hmm. know being able to show them some routines and some little habits that they can start doing so they can play in that space between their work and their office and for an organization they have a duty of care mm-hmm. they actually have a responsibility for their employees well-being and you know this you know you see a lot of you know companies are we doing this well-being strategies and but it's it's not maybe you know it's not as much as what it it could be and you know some very important things like the environment are not being looked at and then the employees aren't feeling right they're not performing they're procrastinating they're stressed and anxious and all those are you and I know they're you know related to you know what's going on outside so you know from the environment's point of view so as an organization we are entering a new era where they really have to take responsibility for the environment their people and their customers yes for sure yeah I agree and that definitely presents a problem I think when people are working from home because then they have no control over that they 
it's probably impossible to check up on all their employees to make sure their mental health is good and everything. So definitely it's, it's, I know I have my dedicated office here at my home because I work from home and I've worked from home, but for somebody who's had to make that transition, it can definitely be challenging and even depressing, you know? And so for sure that all relates to the environment. And so applying feng shui, I really believe is really, really important for any business, but definitely, especially if you're working from home, because like you said, sometimes people just kind of set up anywhere and they don't have a dedicated space and it might not be conductive, you know, to their productivity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen so many, just, just those simple things, you know, I had, and I was doing a presentation with a group of ladies and actually I was talking about the commanding position, you know, where you have yes. your desk and you move your desk. So you actually have a wall in, in the back protects you and you can see what's going on around you so you know you can you can see you can be inspired you know you can see anybody who's coming through the door so they don't kill you you know yeah, <laughs> that kind of position. yeah. Um, and that lady said well I can't because this is my bedroom I can't really turn it you know because you know it, then I'm not going to be able to do this and that but she had to have the the door in the back completely back mm-hmm. um and she was facing the wall completely facing the wall and so we finished the presentation she sent me a message and she said Claire this is just incredible I mean uh, it's taking me a couple of hours to move everything mm-hmm. but I moved the desk the way you suggested it and suddenly even my husband and the kids walked into the bedroom mm-hmm. and they say how much different it looked and how much you know that's changed and I feel so much better myself just having done it and I was like yes this is just this is it yeah and just having that better flow and the better layout because even with classical feng shui um the forms which are you know the commanding position the way your space is laid out all about the way you're receiving that energy and so that's one of the easiest things people can do is just rearrange your space according to those functional principles and see how it feels when i talk about you know your customers and how do your customer feels you know when they're walking through Mm -hmm. the shops you know you're walking through somewhere and then you just go you don't know why your subconscious don't like it you know there's something Mm -hmm. in there you're just going to pick up the whatever you need and then you're going to get out again right whereas you're walking somewhere oh it's beautiful you've got music it smells nice you Mm -hmm. know and you know for me kind of using the five senses is really really key in in changing and moving that energy because it's a direct connection to our subconscious right and our emotional drivers so if you can use your five senses and really kind of inspire people or get people to really connect with their eyes and their ears and and taste you know smell I mean I absolutely love smell you know I've created my own perfume because you know I think it's so important that we all you know really kind of use those senses to connect and um this is so now you see Candice I'm doing um I'm offering a five senses mystery shopping Mm, awesome yes talk about your business tell us a little bit about the Bishway and tell us uh, yeah tell us what what, what's all included give us all the details Yeah, so I mean, so basically, it does start with assessing, you know, assessing myself, how am I feeling today? How your employees are feeling today? When is the last time you've asked those real questions about the feelings? And so assessing how we are, assessing the environment, doing that kind of walking around, whether it's a 
corporate office or whether it's a retail shop and using the five senses to actually not so much tick the box if you know all the lights are on or if they have their name badge but how do they build rapport how did you feel what did you smell and using those kind of questions to really kind of give some feedback to the customers which is going to be very very different mm. from a normal mystery shop which is probably more a little bit tick boxes you know did they do that and did they so it kind of follow their their journey mapping so doing that you kind of now understand where people are and then you can start doing things and of course you know one of the things that you know you, you probably do that as well to start with is that decluttering piece of things right we can't you know add remedies or cures of feng shui and do feng shui if there's a mess everywhere and that's one of the biggest thing when people work from home you know they may have clutter everywhere and they can't survive with that so you know we need to kind of teach them some really good tips and tools on how to do that decluttering piece so then you can add the feng shui you can you know help them to change move add some beautiful pictures connect you know on that those uh, those intentions and those visuals um, and so that's kind of the first part of bishui which you know looks at real the physical environment and then we kind of look at the personal state of being, right? So, you know, that inner feng shui, that inner uh, state of being. And, you know, so how we feel affect how we think, affect how we behave, right? The three of them works together. So we need to teach people, you know, perhaps maybe have some anchors, maybe they have blocks, you know, so maybe they need to move away from those blocks to be able to move forward. Maybe they need to have an inspiration vision board so they can connect, you know, their emotions to it. That maybe they need some good habits, you know, and creating some good habits for their behavior. When they get up in the morning, when they go down at night, be grateful, those kind of things that really kind of work on that inner, inner person. Um, so that's the second part of Bishui. And of course, the last part is the customer experience. You know, when you... You know, when you've got your outer energy right, your inner energy right, you're gonna feel good. You're gonna communicate super well. You're gonna be engaged in your team, and you know you're gonna have people who really want to be here and really give that great service. And so then we can work on more of the the business like, you know, looking at the employees' experience, looking at the journey mapping, looking at mystery shopping again, and developing some loyalty programs and those kind of things and going a little bit deeper into the things that I used to do before, uh, it now it comes almost at the end because if you've got the person right and the environment right, you know, everything is going to get right uh, at one point or another. <laughs> awesome. So if anyone's yes. interested in that, they can, I will have all the contact information in, in the show notes that I include. So, and they'll know where to find you on social media. And yes, yeah, so that's, that's amazing. That sounds like an amazing program for anybody who Thank owns you. a business. Yes. Anyone who's trying to even working from home, I think working from home, or if you work for yourself, definitely you should get a hold of Claire <laughs> so she can weigh your business. <laughs> Do a bit of shoey moves, right? Yes. And share yes. some shoey loves. <laughs> for sure. For sure. So one thing I also wanted to add to is you kind of talk about, you know, where they, people need to take action and create those habits. So I was going to also include that a lot of people, I think, try to do feng shui um, again the mindset might not be there 
or they don't really have a goal in mind. And I feel like feng shui definitely works better when you have a goal in mind and it helps support the actions that you're taking. And so it's definitely, I don't think you'll probably see results if you just, um, Turn you know, you have that negative mindset. Yeah, you just put it up to the universe and you're like, I don't know what I want, but the universe will give me, you know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, for sure. Definitely helps boost businesses. It helps boost your actions, you know, and it does help sometimes with those wealth, those wealth boosts too. So. And you know what, yeah. what I love doing as well with clients is actually creating, using their vision board and their intentions with the bagua. Mm -hmm. So you have your bagua and then you write your intentions for each of the areas of your bagua. So mm -hmm. you may have an intention for your prosperity corner. You may have an intention to be number one on Amazon bestseller and then you put something there on your fame and reputation. You may have an intention to meet the man of your life. And, you know, so you're going to put that intention in your love and area corner. So when you start actually using the bagua in the next level and actually creating the intentions, visualizing it, connecting with it really on that emotional level, it takes it to the next level. Absolutely. And because it's on the bagua, it's already in the right place, right? So all you need to do, it's kind of nurture those areas and really kind of be very clear of what, what you want. And without being, I think I'll, I've always been like that. My master, my feng shui <laughs> practitioner, my master was always, Claire, you need to remove half of this, three quarters of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, everything. <laughs> <laughs> and so focusing you know on what's what's important right now what you want right now and and then you move forward you know and so without being too um yeah I, I'm quite a bit I'm quite full on you know I want to do everything and actually you're learning that you know one step at a time it's 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 better and then you can move forward and one thing and, and another I love that idea that's that's a really good idea mm. <laughs> that's a really good idea um you know, I do think that a lot of people that's I, I love it because I think a lot of people don't have clarity on what they want. A lot of people feel stuck in life. A lot of people feel like they need something to change, just like you said you did. And but you took action and you changed that and you've kind of knew where you're going. You know, you eventually figured it out or you started doing things. You start figuring things out. And I think people really get stuck and they just don't know what to do sometimes. And I do think doing things like creating the vision boards or just having a goal in mind and just starting to do things it really gets you out of that part of being unstuck in life it really does well you know candice um back in march last year so when it all hits mm. when it all hit i lost all my business in three days mm. mm -hmm. i i lost absolutely everything yeah. and so Oh no! Whew, you know, it took me. Uh, it, <laughs> it really knocked me out for two, uh, and it took really got me. I was on the floor for mm. several weeks, and and I was in that hole. You know, when you're in that spiral, and suddenly you just spiral, things come down, and I was not even a spiral. It just went boom, and you're like, what? What's going on? What am I doing? Where am I going? And you're really in that element, and. And I feel very grateful that I have been able to use all those learnings that I've done, you know, all of that mindfulness, all that emotional intelligence, realizing what was going on in myself, you know, reframing things, having that positive kind of uh, thinking and, and moving to that helped me move forward. And I think that's what's happening is when people are in those halls and those moments of really kind of 
anxiety, stress, they don't have the tools to actually come out of that hole. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what we're here for. And really, you need to ask for help and support because you can't do it on your own. And, you know, and so don't be afraid to ask for support. Those are people want people are here to help. That's what you know, that's what we I, I was so down because I couldn't help people. Suddenly, no one wanted me. It was like, how, you know, I can't help anyone. I was, I felt completely useless. And so asking people to come and help you, it's not, you know, it's not a shame. It's not, you know, you need to be able to be there and how people feel when they're helping you, they feel good. So they want to do more of it. And that's a really kind of a a great analogy as well to think about, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and, you know, like you said, Candice earlier, you, you know, you're on your own and, you know, I don't really want to ask anybody just in case, you know, they think I'm not coping or, you know, I don't know about this or that, but actually, you know, everybody wants to help and, you know, you feel good when you help somebody else. So if you ask somebody else for help, they will feel good as well, you know, so we need to be able to create that community where we are helping each other and we are here supporting each other especially in those moments where you know everybody's you know a lot of people are still working from home they still so learn watch those podcasts listen to you know watch videos listen to those things who are going to be helping you and if you don't know what to do ask because that's what we're here for Oh, I agree. Um, I'll just kind of close on this. There's a, you know, we in feng shui, you know, there's a concept of the nobleman, you know, which is just a helpful person. Sometimes it's called a helpful person, but I know some years come along where we are able to help and we're able to give, but sometimes we also need the help. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's our turn to be the nobleman. Sometimes it's our turn to receive from a nobleman. So, yeah. So I definitely, I agree with that. I know I'm, I thank you for sharing about your business stuff. My husband's business last year was greatly affected also. And we've had a super hard time and it's hard to talk about and it's hard to kind of admit and, you know, and it is hard to feel good after you've worked so hard on something and you feel like it's just not working anymore. So thank you for sharing that. I I agree. I agree. Thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah, super hard. And, but you know what? If I can do it, anybody else can do it. And you know, so it's 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 important that we that we do realize that, and it's important that we do continue to share those videos and those interviews that you're doing because this is how we can people can listen to it and actually think, wow, okay, so that's happened to her. So yeah, you know. And she's she's come out of it. So so can I, you know, and so, you know, and so we do need to be able to to do those things to really kind of help people. So um, reach out at, at any time. That's that's what definitely that's what we're here for. Yeah, for sure. And I think for people to know they're not alone. They're not alone. I mean, we saw so many businesses close last year, especially locally. I saw restaurants, especially were affected shops, barber shops. I mean, just tons of retail available, you know, commercially with no businesses in them because so many businesses failed last year. And so, yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. Do you have any closing thoughts you want to share? Well, there's one thing that's one quote that's really kind of been hitting me over the last few weeks. And, you know, again, you know, when you're kind of thinking, am I doing the right thing? (laughs) 
you know, am I doing the right thing? And mm-hmm. I saw this quote from Gandhi and it says, be the change you wish to see in the world. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of resonated with me. And, you know, yes, we need to be that change. and We need to be, be there. You know, not everybody will understand or will get what you're doing, but you will, you know, people will, will do it. They will, you know, um, that, you know, you have to be out there because people need you. And so, you know, be that change and, 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 you know, be out there in the world, be that beautiful, shiny person that, you know, you can be. And so if anyone needs to get a hold of you, if they need to do some way, if they just need some insight, definitely get a hold of Claire. Um, all of her information will be available um, in, in the notes I'm putting up with the show. So thank you so much, Claire, for being here. And I look forward to our next talk. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Winning with Feng Shui. To support the guests and check out their work, be sure to follow the links in the show notes. To learn more about Feng Shui, Chinese metaphysics, and the content I have to offer, go to learnfengshui.com.